Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. Keep up with Lisa's day-to-day problems and solutions she encounters with Outlook, third-party apps, and Office 365. The learning never ends, folks. Learn from Lisa. Welcome to Call That Girl's Office 365 Show. I'm Lisa Hendrickson, your hostess, and this is show number 70. If you want to check out my past shows and notes, you can go to callthatgirl.biz slash office 365 and down below there's a past show link and you can go check out all the past shows i have there uh so what is this show about it's about my outlook jobs office 365 the work i've done the issues i've had some fun stories sometimes it's just me and sometimes i have a guest and this week i do have a guest and uh, we're going to keep this little pre-show here uh short because the interview with uh David is uh, is really good, and I want everybody to just jump right into it. But before we get going, we have to take a minute to thank our friends at App River for being our sponsors. Uh, again, I use them as a partner, and I uh, use them for uh, reselling encryption and Secure Tide and a few other favorites there. I have been um, actually their um, Office 365 reseller and partners, just to let you know. The bulk of my sales are generally exchange and um, I have also been selling the office 365 business premium with them lately. I've been finding just a big mess with all of my clients in their office 365 products that have kind of decided to start selling the business premium as much as I can, uh, because clients need to upgrade anyway. And it's just much better when you have everything managed under one account. And next week's show is going to be all about office 365 home and business purchasing sales and support i'm doing a whole show on it so i just wanted to let y'all know and um if anybody's interested in working with app river as a vendor you can contact my sales rep steve harris s harris at appriver.com you can find out all about their partner plans and their reseller plans and what kind of support you get with those plans and all that all right like i said folks this is going to be a short uh, pre-show here because i got david lavenda from harmony on um I did an interview with him rather, and I've been playing with this Harmony product. You've kind of heard me talk about it. Uh, it's definitely um, a product of interest for those that are having synchronizing issues with SharePoint and OneDrive. It is a plugin for Outlook, and I've been using it. Um, now, since it's just me at the company, it's a little hard for me to do any team sharing and stuff like that. But uh, once you have it set up, it is a plugin in Outlook. And it, you can see it there, and you can um, attach a link from your SharePoint drive directly into an Outlook email, or you can attach a whole file. And it's just got a lot of cool features, and I really like it. So um, I contacted David, and he's the vice president, I believe, of product development, maybe. I'm not 100% sure there. But uh, we've been connecting online, and I asked him to be a guest to kind of discuss with you um, and tell tell us more about the product so we could learn about it. And then um, I'll, I'll put a link in the notes to uh, if you want to contact them because they do have um, – oh, you'll hear this in the show. They have – anybody under 15 users can use the product at no charge. But, again, you only get the kind of like the free a level. That's why they recommend that you upgrade – past 15 users and then you get uh, all the tech support i think that you probably need but i haven't needed tech support since i set up to be honest with you but anyway i'm going to stop rambling here and we're going to get on with the show and um like i said if you have any questions you can email me lisa at call that girl 
Biz, or I'll have another contact there for the Harmony uh, folks there. All right. Thanks. All right. Hey, David, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, kind of neat. I've been working with a lot of folks uh, internationally on my show lately, and I, I'm really uh, liking how cool it is that everybody can work together on all these products uh, on a global scale. And uh, you live in Israel, I believe, correct? Well, I, you know, the old story is I spend about 50% of my time here, 50% of my time um, in the States, and 50% of the time traveling. That's, that's okay. typically how it works. So does your um, so does Harmony have uh, offices in Israel and in I believe Washington, correct? In Boston, yeah. Oh, Boston. Sorry about that. Boston. Yeah, okay. Our, yeah, our main head, our headquarters over in Boston, and uh, we have an R and D facility in Israel. So I uh, spend a lot of time working with the with the team here and working with the sales team over there. So it's, nice. Uh, well, before we get going, why don't we why don't you tell the listeners exactly how to say your company's name because there's two ways to say it. So mm-hmm. what's the appropriate way? <laughs> it's pronounced harmony, like uh, you know we sing together in harmony. Cool. <laughs> I, I always say Harmon.ie. Well, I'm assuming that's a domain name for Israel, maybe, right? No, it's, it's actually a, uh, it was actually a branding exercise that we did. Um, the, um, you know, branding the word Harmony with a Y would, was very difficult because it's, it's a regular word. Mm-hmm. So a way to brand, uh, to brand it and capture the spirit, which was this idea of bringing together different collaboration tools into a single experience. Initially, it was with Lotus Notes and with SharePoint, later with Outlook and SharePoint, and now with many different uh, collaboration tools um, from the from the Microsoft stack. So we looked for a way to to create that that brand where we could own it, and we found that there was a uh, a domain in Ireland, i.e., is the Irish domain. <laughs> we have some customers over there, and uh, we just had to show that we do business there, and we, we bought the domain. Very cool. I was wondering about that. Mm-hmm. I like that, and harmony. It's also the way that the word is spelled in French and German is with the I-E, not with a Y, so it works quite well. That's, that's a cool little marketing twist there. I wasn't sure. And uh, as, as you know, I've talked about your product before, and I was like, I better find out right away how that is uh, said and spelled. So, uh, well, good. Well, I think, David, uh, so let's just recap to uh, the podcast that you originally found a ping on, I think, on somehow on the on social media is uh, one of my uh, SharePoint technicians from App River. I was talking to him about how difficult SharePoint has been to synchronize computers and, and get that flow going to be able to, for desktop users to be able to use SharePoint with their outlook. And he said, check out this cool tool I found. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is really a cool tool. So I downloaded it, configured it. And then with um, one of your customer service reps, Zach, I kind of got it all figured out. And uh, I was like, I really like this tool. It was kind of like the missing piece that mm-hmm. that what I needed. So what the product is from my point of view, it's a plug-in that you put into Outlook that connects to your SharePoint and OneDrive on the cloud. And it lets you uh, add attachments to your email. And you can save emails to, I believe, the depository there in SharePoint, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's a syncing tool of sorts, but I want you to explain maybe more in depth about it because that's what I personally found useful was, it, you know, it synced. Right. Right. So the, con- the concept of Harmony is that um, 
people work, uh, spend their day in email, and a lot of business gets done in email. Yet uh, documents are an important part of business processes, whether it's related to project, working on projects or product design uh, uh, or um, uh, all sorts of uh, information compliance projects now. And uh, it's a very disconnected environment. So you've got documents on the one hand, you've got emails on the other. Uh, people typically save the documents on shared drives and emails were st stuck in, uh, in email in the inbox. And uh, the correct solution, or what many organizations found, is that they is to use SharePoint as that unifying uh, content management system for both documents and emails. But the problem is, is that they're really separate separate uh, products. So it's very mm -hmm. difficult to upload documents, upload emails, and and also classify them uh, in a way that makes it easy to find. So we call Harmony the the last mile. In collaboration, so the idea is that just like with the cable company, you can have the best infrastructure, but if you don't have that last connection to the user at the uh, at the home, you know the the fiber or the cable that goes from the street into the house, uh, you basically don't get the value. You don't get any any value out of what you've invested in, and that's what Harmony is. It makes it just very easy to drag and drop emails, drag and drop documents from email from your email or as attachments into um, into a sidebar that resides in email that uploads it to SharePoint and to OneDrive and enables you to also uh, specify metadata so you can find it later. Yeah, I think one one thing that I've um, been uh, for 2017, I'm going to be adding it to my uh, MSP, my Office 365 MSP plan. And uh, the one thing I want to say is to my clients is it completes the experience with Office 365 because really a lot of people get the SharePoint OneDrive and they're like, but they don't work that great. So Harmony would be the, the next experience for them to be able to collaborate all their tools, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, also, we've also just uh, not, not too long ago released another product which is very similar in concept, which uh, is specifically geared to Office 365, which is called our um, Harmony App for Outlook, which just won an award at Ignite, the Microsoft conference, as an Office App Award. And this is a very similar product to the traditional classic uh, Harmony sidebar in, in Outlook, except this one is an add-in that is a zero install. So it's a zero, there's no software to install. You just enable it in Outlook on Office 365 and it will appear as a sidebar in every uh, instance of Outlook that you have, whether you're on the desktop, a browser, a Mac, oh. or um, mobile devices. I think I have the show sidebar right now. Mm -hmm. That's the classic product. Okay, mm -hmm. yep. I'm, I'll put it in my notes to go test that then. Um, well, you know, so the thing is, David, is that I have, um, I know you guys have plenty of, or many products, rather. I think that this one with my listeners is really that catch-all to help um, clients utilize their SharePoint without creating a huge SharePoint site and mm -hmm. forcing people to go to the cloud when they want to be in their local desktop. So um, who is your typical client like that calls you and wants to buy the product? Is it the technicians who are reselling it? Is it MSP providers? Is it large enterprise global companies? Yeah. So we, we have all sorts of uh, clients. We have over a thousand companies who are clients, everything from uh, very small organizations to, uh, to the world's largest. Uh, and the needs really 
are, are somewhat different from the from the small medium sized businesses to the large the large enterprises are, are largely driven by business initiatives that are things like information governance email management um, uh, big projects to save on email storage by allowing you to save uh, copies of uh, emails in SharePoint and delete them from your inbox. Uh, smaller, medium, small, medium businesses tend to be driven by um, a lot of the convenience that you talked about. So, uh, you know, organizations that don't have large IT support staff or don't do can't do massive rollouts just by the nature of their business look for ways to make the what we say make the right thing the easy thing to do for people. And just mm -hmm. by having that sidebar appear in Outlook. Your SharePoint just appears in the place where people spend their work time. It's it's so, so intuitive that people don't have to really be trained to do anything. It's just that easy to use. Yeah, I, I did have some fun playing with the options. Uh, the one the one thing that I found right away was that, um, and this is good for internal team sharing, is that you can email a link from the SharePoint document. So the other person just gets the link, and then that attaches to the SharePoint document. You don't have to uh, use your email space for that. Mm -hmm. And that okay. I thought was cool, but honestly, it's just me and my company. So <laughs> mm -hmm. I wasn't, I couldn't send out links to my clients because mm -hmm. I didn't have the SharePoint set up for external. And that to me as a standalone technician was not a value. So I switched it to within the options area. You can switch it to um, send as a uh, document attachment or whatever. So you right. do have the choice. But I did like though that the SharePoint link was just a link because in big companies, you know, you don't need to send a document 40 times and have it all over the network, mm -hmm. you know, that, and this, this but, link but just... With Office 365 uh, or SharePoint 2016, SharePoint now allows organizations and users to also selectively share documents. It was originally uh, only in OneDrive, now it's in SharePoint as well. So you can set up your SharePoint to allow you to share links with, uh, with um, other people uh, as well. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you can take advantage of, you know, the ability to send links so that you don't have multiply the number of uh, document versions you've got floating around, and also as a security measure, so that people who are not uh, entitled to open or uh, to open the document will not be able to open the document. Yeah, I noticed that last time I was playing around in SharePoint doing some document testing that uh, with a client that they could um, that they could um, share externally, kind of like how Dropbox has it. So they mm -hmm. can view or edit. And I'm really glad that feature happened because what turned off people before with SharePoint was that they couldn't send it to somebody outside of their company. Mm -hmm. And then okay. now they've expanded that. Thank goodness. Because the only way to, to get other people in is to let them see the product. With Office with Office 365, by the way, there's all that, that sharing capability has been extended not only to, in, to use specific users, but also to uh, office groups. So you can now select oh, yeah. to share documents and emails with office group members or office groups. So, now, what are you guys doing with the groups? Because that's so really kind of the trending thing right now. Right. So we've integrated a lot of all, all the great capabilities uh, into, into Harmony. And the continued value that we provide is that all the new capabilities become available, again, through the email window without having to learn new, uh, new, new um, interfaces. So, for example, the groups now uh, in the sidebar will appear as a uh, another folder. So you have access to all the group files directly in Outlook. You can selectively share content with groups. So it's tightly coupled and integrated into the Harmony experience. 
In fact, if you're using multiple SharePoint sites, some of which may be Office 365, some may be on-premises, some may be older versions, it all looks the same, and if the features are not available in that version of SharePoint, you just don't see the, the menu entry. But there's no new interfaces to learn as you migrate or you, you work from different, uh, different versions of SharePoint. Nice. That was one of my questions at the very end is, well, we can skip to it now, is how does Harmony plan on keeping up with all the MS changes, or does MS need to keep up with you folks? <laughs> well, actually, you know, one of the one of the business values that we provide to end users, I mean, if you look at Office 365, there, there's a site uh, that Microsoft has called on the Fast Track site. It lists all the all the updates that they've provided, and and to date, they've they've had about uh, over 650 updates since Office 365 has been released. Oh my gosh. And, those updates include all the things you're familiar with. So it's like, you know, the groups and the teams. Uh, they've made massive changes to OneDrive. And all of those changes create, well, some of the changes uh, also include user interface changes. So you wake up That's in the it. morning, all of a sudden something looks different. That causes a lot of uh, frustration with end users who all of a sudden don't understand what happened. So Harmony is able to allow people to continue to work without having to be exposed to those things, because we just expose the features in the same way that we've exposed them um, uh, in, in previous features. So groups, yeah. files, now just appears another library. You don't have to actually learn how to get to group files. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to check out that on the fast track. I've heard of it before, but I never really, there's just so much content out there, David. It's mm -hmm. like content overload, and I'm trying to keep up with stuff, and it's really, it's really a battle as a support person. So speaking of support people, so let's talk about your support team because mm -hmm. I've had really great experiences emailing with Zach. So I find mm -hmm. you guys are really fast and responsive, which is what I really love with working with companies. So let's say um, one of my listeners has uh, 30, you know, uh, 30 users that want to, you know, uh, join up with you folks. So mm -hmm. does your, does your support people help the technician set everything up and learn it? And then the technician does the support or does your company still do support moving ahead? So, uh, well, it depends on, on the model of, of how it's sold. Uh, we have several tiers of, uh, of product. Okay. So we, we do have a, an affiliate program through which uh, partners can sell the product and then uh, take on that, that role, uh, pr primarily for the smaller, uh, smaller customers up to about 200 users. So between 15 and 200 users is that that area where we work with a lot of local partners who do that work. Okay. Uh, although I should say that the installation is is quite simple. Uh, it's it's really, um, you know, you just uh, download it, installs, it shows up in your Outlook. There's not much to do. The work that, that does require, if organizations so desire, are things like if you want to map uh, email headers to specific SharePoint columns for metadata purposes, gotcha. that's all flexible. Some of the provisioning capabilities are can be done centrally. So those are options that can be done uh, through uh, support, um, and that's also something that we provide our partners the ability to do. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't have any. I think I had one snag installing it, but that was something on my computer, and I worked with Zach on it, so... So that's, yeah, I think that's what I plan on doing is, uh, you know, the, the thing is with an MSP model, I'm thinking is that I would have to do all the support on it. So let's say I'm in a pinch, then I can call you guys and get help. You would help me and I would help my client. 
that's that's typically we, the, the kind yeah. of support that we provide uh, our the partners. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, now uh, let's see here. So, what was another question I had? Um, so, your typical clients, who do they support? So, what is a like? What's your average mailbox size that a client manages with your product? Hmm. So we we I guess we have everything from um, you know, we have many 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 uh, free users who are organizations smaller than fifteen users. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people do want, we we do uh, the minimum sale is fifteen users, and we have some some small companies who buy the enterprise product to get the enterprise features, including things like email. Um, um, you know, email um, um, header mapping support uh, yeah. and, uh, and support and technical support for the product. Um, and uh, there's a there's you know a fair number of medium sized companies, and then there's a smaller number of uh, very large companies. Yeah. So I don't know. It'd be hard to say. I mean, average. I would say you know in the area of um, you know a couple of hundred to a couple of thousand is is the bulk of of wow. customers. There's 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 many at both you know at the, at the lower end as well. Yeah, well, I think the the majority of my listeners would be okay. So just so we can explain, is that you do offer anybody up to 15 users the it, it's free. Mm-hmm. So a technician who's got like a 10 new mailboxes coming onto the Office 365 Exchange, they can use your product for free. Um, you know, what I did was, you know, install it, test it, make sure it works great. Then the technician needs to learn it to support it to mm-hmm. their clients. Cause at the, if you're doing the free one, you're not going to get full on customer, you know, support for free. That's right. why you said people go up to the next level so they can get the probably assistance and stuff like that. And this mm-hmm. is what I find as a value add. But the thing is to people listening is you do have to play with the product to learn it. And it's just not, you know, plug and play. It's a real product. So that's one thing with me, unfortunately, with my small, just me, I couldn't use the team collaborative and stuff like that. So I find mm-hmm. it very easy to use, though, and I really like it a lot. I just am, um, I just, you know, right. want to tell people that they need right. to. So what, what, what I suggest is if you go to our website uh, on the product page, there's a page of uh, tutorial video, video tutorials that. Describe uh, each one of them is between 30 seconds and a minute and a half. Nice. That describe each feature of the product one by one. So if you want to see how to upload a document, uh, or you know, it'll show you that in a minute. If you want to see how to share a link with the, with somebody, mm-hmm. it'll show you that in 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah, I checked out some of the videos, and they are really short and easy, so you don't have to waste a lot of time. You just keep going through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good on that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that this is one of those products that the technicians, um, from what I'm hearing out there, they sell the Office 365 Business Premium, but they don't know the SharePoint. They're they're figuring out the OneDrive, but it's the SharePoint that they feel, and my clients feel that they're you know they're not able to use, so it's kind of being a waste of their purchase. But I'm like, well, now the products are out there to help you, <laughs> like Harmony. And that's right. where I think that the the technicians that listen that do the under fifteen will really enjoy this product. And uh, you know what's happening, David, is I'm starting to get bigger migrations, not just under twenty anymore. I'm starting to you know move up the scale. So it uh, that's where you move to the paid ones. Mm-hmm. Right, and also mm-hmm. even for small companies, you know I think what they realize if you're if you go the Office three sixty five route, what what you don't want. Uh, is to say, okay, we're going to go to Office 365. It just becomes email and the Office apps, and then people can start to use things like Dropbox 
that that you know there's, there's an opportunity here to really get control even if you're a small organization to put everything under one roof um, to get the uh, to get the enterprise uh, grade value that you can out of office 365 if you tie the ends together so um, it doesn't take a lot of necessary a lot of uh, you know, like you say you need some assistance to understanding how to put the pieces together and that's that's where the technicians come in to provide that value mm -hmm. uh, but it certainly you know behooves companies rather than spreading out their infrastructure across different clouds to put it all under one roof and get the value of the integration of the different pieces yeah let me ask you this david because the OneDrive to some people out there on the forums I read, they have no problems with it. They love it. I don't understand how they don't have problems because my clients certainly do. Mm -hmm. Now, so let me ask you this. So the SharePoint and OneDrive, they're connected in Office 365 on the back engine somehow. Mm -hmm. I know they are because I can see it in the URL, you know, when you go they're, to one. They're connected, so. they're connected, but they appear, if you go to the Office 365 homepage when you, when you log in, they are still uh, separate apps. If you the OneDrive, if, if you look at the OneDrive page, you'll see that it uses the traditional folder uh, uh, user user interface, whereas the SharePoint user interface has migrated to more of that card interface that Microsoft seems to be moving to. So although it's very much the infrastructure is similar, they're both managing for the most part, uh, or at least in part, files. Uh, from a user experience perspective, it's it's not so straightforward. In, uh, in, in, in yeah, yeah. I've actually done um, a demo with the OneDrive, and I think it actually some parts of OneDrive show the SharePoint address, mm -hmm. and that's where people start getting confused. So your product, they wouldn't see any of that. No, they would just they see, see the OneDrive. Yeah, they just see they'll just see uh, OneDrive appears as just another site. Within uh, within their uh, their sidebar a hierarchy of uh, of sites, so it appears you know you'll see your Office 365 sites, you have an on-premises site, you'll see them all. Additionally, you'll see one that says OneDrive, and you treat it, and it acts exactly the same as all the yeah. others. How many files would you recommend that a company puts up on the on the OneDrive that before there's any issues with um, syncing and stuff? Even though yours does not have that, but mm -hmm. I mean, some people say, well, we put a whole terabyte up. Is that recommended? <laughs> I, I don't actually recommendations for for OneDrive. I'm not really uh, not really sure about. I know most of the, you know, our customers look at uh, SharePoint as the infrastructure. OneDrive tends to be the kind of uh, individual uh, scratch space. So like a, if I want to share individual files like a, like yeah. I would with Dropbox, that's where they go to. But I don't see too many. Or, of our customers using OneDrive as way that that kind of enterprise infrastructure. Yeah, and that's the problems I've seen, David, is that people will say, "Well, we put up a, a terabyte of data in the OneDrive, and it won't share now with people on the team." I'm like, "Well, because you're supposed to use SharePoint, mm -hmm. and OneDrive is." In, I've tried to make sure I understand this correctly. Is OneDrive is for you to share your files with yourself and possibly one or two files out. It's not like supposed to be the big team collaborative right there. That's what the SharePoint's for. Right. Yeah. And that's why I think problems are happening is that people are dumping the one terabyte in and it's a big cycling mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's one thing I've learned in the past, I don't know, year and a half or so probably. And I'm still, it's still confusing on my end to understand everything. <laughs> There's a lot to it. Yeah. 
So let me ask you this. So there's some new products coming out. Uh, I know you're aware of them from the fast track. I'm sure like the planner and the bookings mm -hmm. and all those new fun apps and stuff. Do you guys work with those right now? Or is that something you test and see if it works or not? And if there's a benefit. So we're, we're, uh, we're part actively part of the Microsoft ecosystem. Um, our development organization works on some of the advisory councils at Microsoft. So we have a good idea of what's coming down the road uh, and early access to, uh, to new technology. So we were yes. able to integrate groups very quickly. We were able to integrate uh, a lot of the capabilities that came with um, OneDrive when that first became available and similarly with Skype integration and Yammer integration. Uh, we've also recently in one of our newer products, uh, which is called Collage, already were the first company to integrate some of the Microsoft Graph capabilities by taking some of the artificial intelligence and, and using that. So we, we integrate where it makes sense. You know, we look at where the added value of people working together and what they need and how to bring the pieces together to try and abstract the changes so that they don't, people don't have to follow all the UI updates and they can continue yeah. working in email. That's, that's really our strategy. I've never heard of any of those. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> Yay. More to come. More to come. <laughs> it's never going to end. Yeah, that's cool that you guys are in that. I wanted to go to that ignite. I think it was in Atlanta, but you know what? Honestly, I just, I wasn't uh, up for the trip and it was so big and I think I'll try to go next year. But mm -hmm. uh, did you personally go? Yeah, we, I was there. Uh, we, we had a very large presence there and, uh, uh, we did a baseball theme in our booth, so we had, I saw it. Uh, you know, like a getting in the zone, so staying in the in your comfort zone of, of uh, outlook, so staying in the zone. We had uh, a Hall of Fame pitcher come and, and sign autographs one one night, and uh, we took a group to the Atlanta Braves game one night. So it was all about it was all about baseball. It was all oh. about staying in the comfort zone. It was all about you know focusing on what you need to get your work done. So it was yeah. lots of fun. I saw the pictures on Twitter. Yeah. And of course we won, we won an award for, uh, uh Harmony won a, uh, uh, office app award from Microsoft. So recognition that, as I was saying, we're, we're at the forefront of integrating the best that Microsoft has to offer by allowing people to continue to work in, in email, um, is something that Microsoft also sees as valuable. And, and that's already the third award that we've won in three years. So this was nice. the best office app award. Last year we won a partner of the year award. And the year before that, we also won a, uh, an app award uh, at the SPC 14 conference. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I've been, uh, now that this last year, I've been paying attention more to all these things. It's, it's a whole world in its own, David, all that stuff going on. And um, for those that aren't paying attention, just go to Twitter and, and follow some of my <laughs> followers, David, it's it's this whole I don't even know how to explain it. It once once you start realizing how much is going on out there on the internet, you really can get absorbed really quickly. And all the stuff you just said, like mm -hmm. I don't even know existed. Right. Well, yeah. this is one of the challenges that 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 uh, customers have, and Microsoft customers are exposed to phenomenal innovation, but there are literally dozens of updates per week, you know, for Windows 10 and for uh, Office 365. And uh, literally, you turn on your computer, and, you, and something new is going to be there almost every day. And then, of course, you have the same thing if you've got an iPhone or an Android phone as those updates come around. So it's extremely difficult to stay up to date and to be able to focus on what you want to do 
um, which is work and not on, on how the technology works. Yeah. Well, this morning, David, I woke up and all my apps on my home screen were at the, um, on the nav, on the bottom bar, the screen all gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. So I went and looked, couldn't find it. I Googled, I found that I need to reset the, uh, home screen layout. That didn't work. It brought back one. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to <laughs> troubleshoot this. And I uh, went to one of my forums, and what do you know? They said uh, the apps was probably hiding, right? Mm-hmm. Not really, but I went to my app store. I found the mail app. I downloaded it, and all my mail came back. Yeah. So yeah. I had to go download the app. That didn't make any sense. But, yeah, yeah every that's. Day, every day that happens. I, I've had, uh, I upgraded the, Windows, the Forest Windows 10 upgrade a couple weeks ago, and the right mouse button stopped working. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, w- one time it just froze. I had to re- go back to the previous version and restore it because the upgrade didn't work. Uh, a, a colleague of mine told me that uh, the keyboard stopped working, but only in certain screens. It was uh, it's, it's just a mess. Yeah, and you're a technician and I'm a tech, and we both have problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. everybody gets it. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, we're going to be closed up the show here. David, do you have any final thoughts or things you want to let people know about? I'll, I can put in the notes any links you want and how to get in touch with uh, maybe your customer service folks because this is a product that, moving ahead, folks, in 2017 is on my Office 365 MSP plan for sure. So what I say is the best thing to do, go to the home, our homepage, www.harmon.ie. You'll see a button at the top to install the free product. That's how you get started. You can get an idea of uh, how this works. Try it out. That's our, our best customers are those who have um, you know tried out the free product and, and, and see the value in it. So that's what I would suggest to get started. Yeah. And anybody can uh, email me if they want any uh, guidance or need help or whatever. I know that, David, my Office 365 MSP is going to be something unique and uh, I'm I like I know I have most of my clients are under 15 users, but you know. So let me ask you one final question. Mm-hmm. So since it's a free product, I can't charge my clients for it, but can I charge them support for it? See, that's um, another question I just thought of. Yeah, well, I mean, the way our model works, if if a customer, even if they're smaller than 15, wants support, they they buy the minimum package, and then that includes yeah. all the. That's that's the way that we work. We don't really have any other model to. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know as I'm building my plan. All right, folks. Well, we're going to close up the show here. Thank you, David, for coming on. I really appreciate it. I hope all the listeners learned uh, enough about this that they go download and try it. And uh, thank you. Thanks a lot. No problem. Okay, so if you have a story to share or you want to be a guest on the show, contact me, Lisa, at callthatgirl.biz. If you need to hire me or help you with the migration or setting up products, you can email me as well. And this has been a Heyman Hendrickson production, audio supported by Mitch Heyman. Thank you to our sponsor, App River and Podbean, for hosting. That's it, folks. See you next week.